This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Badwini. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. This is week five picks against the spread. I don't have my normal fellows here with me, Moneyline, Max, and Lucky Luke. They had some prior op- uh, obligations tonight, but I've got a new fellow on, and he's got some uh, some bars to spit. Why don't you introduce yourself? Yo, what is going on, everybody? This is Chris here. It's great to be on the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. You know my boy, Charlie, over here. He keeps it real. I'm sure you, uh, Charlie and all his all his listeners are uh, really excited after last week's big Jet win. Go hey. Jets. Oh, you better believe it, baby. Chris has his uh, his own podcast called Oh the Ponage Show. It's the Ponage Show. Yeah, oh yeah, no, not P W N A G E. You mean the show. the correct way to spell Ponage? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and there's a funny story behind that, but I'm gonna leave that for an episode online. Yeah, yeah, funny story behind that. But uh, yeah, as I was saying, big time, big time win for the Jets last week, and uh, I was watching your quickie that you do on Instagram, and you called it out. You said hot take of the century, and sure, sure enough, it happened. So. I don't, that morning I woke up and I was, I was just feeling myself and I, I was feeling the Jets and I knew I knew it was going to be a good day, but not, yeah, I mean, not, not only uh, uh, not only the Jets but the Giants got a big win as well, right? Yeah, exactly. Both New York teams went in the same week. That doesn't happen too much, but we'll, let's hope we can make a habit of that. Absolutely, freaking literally, man. Absolutely. All right, uh, you you want to hop into these picks or you want anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, let's hop right into them. I'm sure we'll have some some talking. I'm talking what to do about the teams and stuff. There's been some, some definitely some stuff going on this week, so we'll talk about that when we get to the teams. Oh, absolutely. All right, uh, well, let's kick it off with the game that kicks off in about an hour. Los Angeles Rams at Seattle Seahawks. Rams are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Seahawks, the underdog at home. bit disrespectful there by the sports books, but uh, Chris, how are you feeling about tonight's game? Tonight's game, I mean, I could, see it, I, could, I could see it going either way. I mean, I do have the Rams cover the spread, but... Rams coming off a, a tough tough loss last week against the Cardinals. I really didn't see that happening. I'm, I don't know about you, but I mean, what what, what was the final score of that? 37 to to, tw- like? to 20. Yeah, 37-20. Yeah. The Rams had a garbage time touchdown at the end there. Yeah, and that was a big time win for the Cardinals. I mean, pretty surprising for the Rams. I think Stafford's had, he's had a great year. Oh yeah, going for like 1,200 yards, so like 11 to two touchdown interception ratio. He's having a good year, but I'm definitely I'm picking the Rams covering the spread. Although I won't put it past Russ, he he can kind of come in there and win at any time. We all know how good he is. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you. I, I'm also going to take the Rams two and a half there. I, I I like how they've been playing, and especially yeah that 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 game last week against the Cardinals was a huge shocker. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Even if it was going to be like I I figured it was going to be close, but the Rams would pull it out in the end. But the Cardinals, man, there's there's something else. But I'm sure we'll talk about them down the road here as they have a game uh, as well. But, yeah, Matt Stafford, uh, he's having a great season. The Rams' defense is as good as we all expected it to be. Um, I'm taking the Rams as well in a shootout. I think, like you said, Russ is going to keep this, keep this game close. The Seahawks, although their defense is suspect, their offense with Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, they can explode at any time, anytime, anywhere. So I do like the Rams 2.5. Seahawks, as, as, as much respect as I have for Russ, I, I don't see them – I mean, th- this is more of a, a broader statement on their season as a whole. I, I don't I don't think they're built to be competitive down the, down the line this season. Their, their defense, I think, is just Swiss cheese at this point. Uh, they've invested so much money into Jamal Adams, a safety who can't even cover. 
Bobby Wagner, who is one of the best linebackers in football, but one of these years he's going to have to start declining, and that's, you know, you can kind of see that uh, this year, but uh, I'm, I'm taking the Rams tonight as well. I, I think that's a, that's a lock. Yeah, I agree that's a lock as well. And one thing about the Seahawks, too, is I feel like every year Russ goes on this, this crazy horrid start. I mean, he's not off to the hottest starts this year. I mean, he's still having a good start, but – I feel like every year he just he comes out and he he puts up MVP type numbers through you know the first seven eight weeks and people are saying oh Russ is one MVP MVP I feel like it's just happened the last couple of years almost every year oh yeah and and then Pete Carroll will come out and he'll say you know I want to start running the ball more we got to get Carson the ball and they just can't do it like you said because this Seahawks defense is just so bad it's it's five, what is it five six years removed from the Legion of Boom if they they've just never been the never same recovered yeah um, so. Russ is forced to drop back, and luckily he's he's been blessed to have receivers like DK Metcalf and Lockett, who came onto his zone. Um, but yeah, like I said, just don't Seahawks. Just their defense isn't isn't good enough to to win down the stretch, like you said. Yeah, I understand how they how they haven't put more like emphasis on investing in that offensive line recently, but it is what it is. Uh, I guess you want to know what it might be because, I mean, obviously this is more of like a, a joke, but still, I just feel like they they sit up there in the front office and like you know. Russ can just run around for us. He'll just save us. So we only need to invest in an off, in a, in an offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Russ can just use his legs. Who cares about? Yeah, we're paying him enough. Yeah. We're him enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, first game of the Sunday slate kicks off at nine thirty a.m. Eastern time. New York Jets at Atlanta Falcons in London. Falcons are three point favorites on a neutral playing field, which I think is pretty disrespectful. I think this line should be even or maybe just one point. Falcons coming into the game, we just heard today that they're not going to have their top two wideouts in Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage, and it looks like it's going to be the Cordero Patterson show for Atlanta, and like we, like we talked about in the beginning of the show, Jets coming off their first win of the season, uh, a, a young and hungry team looking to try and string some wins together. I, I'm taking the Jets three points here uh, easily to cover the spread. I'm, I'm also going to pick them to win, not just uh, to cover. But I, I think the Jets have, have uh, last week that they can they can watch that tape. They can look at the blueprint of, of what they can do, their formula to win win games because their their team is so young. You know, you got a rookie quarterback. You you got such a young team. I think they're going to be hungry for this next win. And I'm taking the Jets, hundred percent. Carl, I'm right there with you. I'm going Jets again in week two. Uh, like you said, Calvin Ridley ruled out. I mean, Russell Gage is out as well, but he has he hasn't really had a good season yeah, this year. Yeah. But Ridley's a big, big blow to them. They kind of they feed him pretty much ten targets a game, if not more. And he is on my fantasy team, so I was bummed out about that. And uh, I, I got lucky this week, huh? Yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> see. Me and Charlie are playing this week, so we'll have to see next week if we do this. Uh, uh, what's the outcome of that? But they didn't even. I mean, I didn't check in the last couple hours. Did they ever give a reason? They just said it was a personal just name, personal right? personal matters. And at first, I, I figured it was it would be because maybe he's not vaccinated, so he couldn't travel yeah. to the, to the Europe. But the Falcons are are one of one of the only teams in football, along with the Buccaneers, that are 100 percent vaccinated. So, okay. I, so that's uh, yeah, it, it's got to be some other personal thing. But you know, uh, Ridley's a great player. I, I hope whatever's going on isn't too serious. Yeah, but so we're gonna have to see, like you said, it's the Cordell Patterson show. Hopefully, Kyle Pitts start get going as well. Yeah, see if we can rely on him some more because he he hasn't really done much at all. Yeah, either, he's been but, very quiet. I mean, still only his fourth game as a as a pro, but I, like you said, I'm picking Jets 
cover the spread. I'm picking Jets money line. I'm thinking Jets are going two and three after their after this week. Two, two and three going into the bye is not a bad place to be. I have to it's say, not. as a Jet fan, and uh, what I forgot to mention earlier was uh, I, I think the Jets defense will also have a big day against uh, that Atlanta Falcons offense. I, I don't think their offensive line is too great. I probably bottom ten in the league, and the Jets, uh, their defensive front is even without Carl Lawson has been fantastic they had seven sacks last week against the titans and i don't think they'll duplicate that exact like you know amount of sacks but i think they will still be able to get to matt ryan and uh tear some heads off if you know what i mean i saw quinn williams had a sack yesterday or last week didn't he He had two back to back to back weeks with two sacks this is is this his second or third year now third year He's, he didn't even play like his first, what was it, his first year or second year? I just his, remember him never playing. His first year, he he got hurt week one and missed like a, missed a month and a half or so and then came back on, but he was, wasn't was very good. I mean, it's a rookie year, you know, it doesn't really matter too much. Last year, yeah. he, he played great, and he's just he just keeps getting better every week. And I, uh, he's definitely going to be one of the one of the better Jets they have uh, of this, uh, this new era going forward. He's going to be a big, big piece of that, 100%. Yeah, it's good to see him back on the field, and uh, hopefully he'll be known for more more than something than just his sneeze meme. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. Oh my god. Yeah, it is. He's always good That's for classic. good good for a sound bite. Um, all right, moving on to the one o'clock slate: Green Bay Packers at Cincinnati Bengals. Aaron Rodgers versus Joe Burrow. As as Rodgers said earlier this week, it's the young bull versus the old cow. <laughs> yeah, I'd like yeah, that. I like that. Packers are three three point favorites on the road. Bengals home dogs. Uh, I mean, I, I would say three points is pretty fair line. I, I like that a lot, and I'm going to take the Packers three points here. I, I, I like I like what the Bengals have been doing in recent weeks. Uh, you know, last week was a very impressive win where they were able to they were able to show that even down two scores, they they came out out the gate at halftime with a fire under their ass, and they came back and won that game. Big game for the Bengals going forward. I think they they're moving in the right direction. But they're running into a team here that is as is, is pretty far down the road in in the uh, developmental stage. So I'm going to take Rodgers and the Packers here in Cincinnati. I, I I like this matchup a lot in Green Bay's favor. Yeah, well, as as everybody here knows, or whoever has listened to my show, I don't know who who here has. I know you have uh, episode or two, but yes, uh, Rodgers is a bad man. You better believe it. Rodgers is coming into Cincy. He's going to make light work of Joe Burrow. Um, but like you said, I do really like Cincy. Um, I like their development. They got T. Higgins coming back. Jamar Chase looks good. He looked terrible in preseason. I mean, all people were talking about how he couldn't catch the ball. So I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, he shut him. those guys up real fast, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. So he looks good. Um, Joe Mixon, I don't know if he's going to be playing or not. He is day-to-day right now with an ankle sprain. He hasn't practiced yet this week. Really? Yeah, yeah. so I don't, think, I don't think he'll play most likely. But the Bengals have looked good. Mixon's a good back, and uh, – Looks like they're building on some stuff there, but I'm picking Packers to cover the spread, and uh, I'll pick a money line as well, honestly. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to agree with you there. It looks like we're in lockstep so far with these first couple yeah. of games. Yeah. Wasn't it crazy how, how much people overreacted week one when the when the Packers lost that game? Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like, if, if you if you kept, like pay attention to the Packers over the past couple of years, there's always they always have one or two clunkers a season. You know what I mean? Like it it, it happens, yeah. and it, I I think they just needed a week. You know, like first game back in the season. I don't know Rodgers coming off all the the bullshit and drama from the off season. You know, probably a little distraction, but they they were able to pick it up super fast and and uh, grab some back to back wins against two impressive defenses and teams in the 49ers and Steelers. 
one thing about the Bengals, uh, just an overall, like, at, like, like as the team is right now, I, I think they're heading in the right direction, but I'm still not sold on Zach Taylor. I, I, I really don't know what his qualifications are to be a head coach. I know he's had a pretty pitiful record the last, uh, this is his third year coaching the Bengals now, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Or maybe it's his second. No, no, it's his third because... Yeah, it's his third. Yeah, I, I I don't know too much. I mean, they're, they're playing with great now, but, uh, you know, at the end of the season, I think we'll all be able to make a, a, a judgment on how he is as a head coach, especially with all the talent they have on offense and, and, yeah. de- and defense. Did he come from the McVay tree? Yeah, he, he was the Rams quarterback coach. Uh, okay, so that's what it was. Yeah. That was his qualification. Yeah, he, he got coffee for Sean McVay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He could be anything. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on, Detroit Lions at Minnesota Vikings. Lions looking like one of the worst defense, or not even defenses, teams in football, period. Minnesota Vikings coming off uh, a tough loss to the Cleveland Browns where they could only put up seven points in 2021, which is pretty pitiful. But uh, I don't know. Chris, what are you thinking about this uh, Lions-Vikings game? I kind of, I mean, I see, I kind of disagree with you here. I don't think the Lions look like they're one of the worst teams. Really? I just feel like they could easily be easily. I mean, they should have beat the Ravens. I think we could agree on that. Oh, well, I mean, if, if, if it wasn't for Justin Tucker's holy leg. Yeah, it took an NFL record for them to beat him, for them to beat them. And I don't know. I mean, their their offense hasn't looked awful, which a lot of people thought it was going to be. I mean, their defense is nothing special. They lost Jeff Okuda for the years. So that was a big blow. But DeAndre Swift has looked good. Mm-hmm. He's, he, him and Jamal Williams have been a great one-two punch for them. Absolutely. The only thing that they really kind of need is, which is going to hold them back, is they don't really have like that dynamic playmaker at receiver. I mean, they got Hawkinson at tight end, but he's kind of like golf security blanket. Yeah. They don't really have, they have Quintus Cephas, which is him and Amon St. Moore is the only two receivers I can even think of on mm-hmm. that team right now. But back to the game, I, I'm picking Vikings. Yeah. I mean, wow, they're uh, 10 point favorites. Okay. So actually, let me think about this for a second. Um, I'm gonna pick lines to cover the spread. Yeah, I don't think they're, I don't. I think they're gonna lose by a touchdown or less for sure. I don't see the Vikings, although the Vikings are one of those teams who are so weird because they could be you know one and four, two and five, and they can come out and beat one of the best teams because Kirk and and that dynamic Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen offense can kind of pop off at any time. Absolutely. But uh, I'm gonna pick lines to cover to cover their spread right now. So I'm gonna differ with you there. I'm gonna take the Vikings. Uh, uh, I, I guess to cover the spread there, win, win by ten points. I I think they'll be. I, I'm I'm a big believer in a team when a team's coming off a tough loss that they they come into the next game pissed as hell. That's yeah. I, I I picked the Vikings the week after they lost to the Cardinals. They they beat the Seahawks at home. Um, I, I I I didn't pick them last week. I picked the Browns, but uh, I, I like the Vikings to be to be pissed off coming into this game, uh, crushing the Lions. And I, I I am a little concerned about a backdoor cover. But I'm gonna I'm putting my money on the Vikings here, and I just think they're the overall better team. And the Lions, I I, I get what you mean when you say you don't think they're one of the worst teams in football. Like you're you're absolutely right about that. They they had that Ravens game won. Like 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 you you, yeah. you can't deny that. Like it like 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 you said, it took the NFL record field goal to to win that game. And uh, the week who do you think is the worst team, Charlie, in the league right now? Yeah, Jacksonville easily. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't think so there's any. Put, who who would you put like two? Just just quick off the top of your head, like Detroit. Absolutely, yeah, Detroit. Detroit, really? I would pick them. I would pick Detroit as better than Texans. I mean, I I, I guess it depends if Tyrod. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, are are you are you saying Davis Mills Texans or Tyrod Taylor Texans? <laughs> it depends. Davis Mills does have a huge neck, so maybe that can make up for it. 
<laughs> All right. Have you seen that thing? It's like a giraffe. Oh my god! That that Thursday night football game when he when he made his first start, everyone's like 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 yeah. like he came onto the field and you're like, oh my god, it's Mike Glennon's son. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So our our first picks that are different, I you know, Vikings. Yeah, I was gonna say we we have the same so far. We have the same first what three? Yeah, yeah. We we both had Rams, Jets, Packers, and we split here on Vikings and Lions. So this this next game coming up, this one's a bit bit trickier, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Denver Broncos at Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers one-point favorites at home. Uh, I'm I'm actually leaning towards the Steelers in this one, as bad as they've looked in recent weeks. Um, With the the fact that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be out with that concussion, I I think that Pittsburgh defense will be ready to (laughs) just absolutely embarrass Drew Locke. I don't think he – I mean, he's got a week of practice to to prepare. He's getting those first-team reps. But he hasn't played uh, regular season football since – Last season, I know he came in to relieve Teddy last week, but he didn't look ready. Um, I, I think the Steelers' defense is going to make the Broncos' offense their bitch, for lack of a better term, and the Steelers <laughs> pick up a much-needed win as their season has started to skid uh, in these recent weeks. Yeah, I agree as well. I'm picking the Steelers' cover, although it is a one-point. Yeah, it's, it, it's a pick Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically just money line. But I agree with you as well. I mean, with, with no Teddy, which was kind of keeping that team afloat, just don't see Drew Locke coming in there and, and doing anything against the Steelers' defense. Um, yeah. you got T.J. Watt, who's going to have an absolute field day. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he had, I don't know, two, three sacks. I mean, I don't know who the tackle he's going to be going against, but or the guard, but whoever it is, he's in for a day, and as is Drew Locke. So I'm picking the Steelers to, to cover the spread as well. Yeah, and even though I'm I'm, I'm picking the Steelers here, I, I I have zero faith in their season going forward. I, Big Ben looks, and as much respect as I have for him, because he's he's a first about all of famer. Uh, he kicked the Jets' ass for years, but I, I I think he's washed. And at some point this season, I think there's there, he's going to be put on injured reserve, and we're not going to see him again until his Hall of Fame ceremony in Canton. Honestly, at at this point, it, it makes me think: could could Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph do, give something to that Steelers offense that Big Ben can't right now? Like, obviously, he's still got that big arm, but other than that, it's it's all negatives for me. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben, I definitely think his 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 career's pretty much done. Like you said, I do have a lot of respect for him. I think he did a lot. So as a steel, as the Steelers organization, they can't just you know they're obviously not going to just cut him or, or something. Of course, so they're going to do course. something for him. But like you said, I'm at, um, I got a couple of Steelers fans who are actually calling for Haskins to come in. And you say that Big Ben has that big arm, which obviously what is what he was known for. Mm. But he does not get the ball down the field these days. Yeah, I mean, he, he had that one big play to Deontay to start that game against the Packers last week. But other than that, if you look, they have, I mean, they're just throwing slants to Juju over the middle. I mean, it's just they're not getting the ball down the field. You saw, everyone saw Najee's game two weeks ago. He had 12 receptions, I think. I mean, he's just checking the ball down. He he he's just not the same guy he was, and it's, they'll they'll probably move on from him after this year. Yeah, and, and honestly, I'm interested to see what Haskins has in him right now. He looked good in preseason. To be fair, it was preseason, but yeah, I, I, Haskins honestly, I think has the higher upside right now to maybe I don't know give the Steelers Steelers offense a bit more pop. Well, yeah, Haskins is still he he was drafted in the first round, right? Oh yeah, first round yeah, so. to the. Uh, 15th overall, something like that. I think it was the, the second quarterback taken in that draft after Jones, right? Or, yeah, or, or, or third. Third. Kyler, Jones, and then Haskins. Yeah, Washington took him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's still got the pedigree. I mean, obviously, that just because you're a first-round talent doesn't mean it's going to pan out in the yeah, NFL, but yeah. he's got that talent for sure, so we'll see if it can pan out. And 
I mean, who knows? Maybe this could be the Steelers' next quarterback for, for the future. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, I don't think we're, we're going to see him at least anytime soon in these coming no, weeks, no. but it, it would be further down the road. So moving on, Miami Dolphins at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, another rematch against one of his former AFC East rivals. Bucks are 10-point favorites at home against the Miami Dolphins team that is struggling. Still without Tua Tungle-Viola. Uh, he's still dealing with those those rib injuries he suffered week, week uh, three, was it, against, right? Yes, week three, because he left the game early. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's, uh, he's still dealing still dealing with those injuries. Uh, Chris, how are you feeling about this uh, this Dolphins team coming in, playing the reigning Super Bowl champions? So every time I see like a spread like that, I mean, a ten point spread—that's a lot of points. A lot of points. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say the Dolphins are scrubs. So I'm not gonna just automatically pick the Bucks. I mean, obviously, if it was a, a money line, I'm sure everyone would go Bucks. But you gotta kind of gotta think how this game flow is gonna go. I mean, if you look at last week's game, Mac Jones gave Brady a run for his money, and just one one field goal winning drive, Sam Ficken can put that kick in, and who knows if they stop Brady, we might be looking at the Pats coming out with that. But Pats, the Buccaneers are still the Bucks. They got all those weapons: AP, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette's looking really good actually, and of course they got that that really good defensive front. Mm. Um, they are really, really thin in their secondary now. Got a, lost a couple of guys last week. And I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick the Dolphins to cover. Really? Yeah, back, I am. Backdoor cover? I do think that, yeah. I think Brissett will, will keep it keep it respectable. I think they're still going to lose by at least a touchdown. But, yeah, I'm going to pick them to cover. See, the, the problem with... with uh with this this matchup in particular is the Buccaneers only def- only uh Buccaneers defense only weakness right now is the passing game cuz both cuz uh Sean Murphy bunting and uh, I think his name is Carl Carl Davis Carlton Davis Carlton, Carlton Davis Carlton Davis yeah. they're both out for extended periods of time and you can't run the ball in the Buccaneers they have the best run defense in the yeah, NFL absolutely. yeah and I, I just I don't trust Jacoby Brissett and uh, yeah they they're not going to be able to run the ball I don't I don't see them even Getting close to the Bucks after the uh, first couple opening scores by them, so I'm gonna differ here from you again on another ten point spread. I'm taking the Bucks minus ten at home. See now, if if the Bucks came in last week and blew out the Pats, maybe I would honestly probably pick them. Mm-hmm. But I thought the same thing you thought last week. I was like, there's no way Mac Jones with Jacoby Myers is gonna come in here and and start going crazy on that secondary because like you said they can't really run the ball so mm-hmm. they're just gonna have to pass and mm-hmm. i just didn't see jones and and them boys doing it but they did and they kept it close was that just a fluke game we'll see but it's gonna kind of come down to i think the bucks offense i think they can i mean they can easily put up yeah 30 points and then if the dolphins only score you know 14 then obviously the, the bucks will cover but We'll see. I, I Dolphins don't have that bad of a defense, so we'll see mm. what happens. Yeah, I mean, back to your point about last week uh, with with Mac Jones. I I think he I would I would take Jones over Brissett. So I I, he's he's probably the better quarterback even at this point. But yeah, uh, that was a good game though. That was really cool to see Brady come back in the Foxborough. Oh yeah, I mean, and I thought it was kind of cool because, I mean, I when I was watching Mac Jones, it almost gave me it almost gave me like little shades of Brady when he was young. I mean, obviously, I didn't watch him when he was young in his career, but yeah, how can you not? Yeah, Duncan, and like I said on my on my podcast, a uh, tall, athletic, white guy at quarterback. I mean, <laughs> kind of just all look like Brady. Oh yeah, uh, that that game, watching that game was so weird for me as a Jet fan. I was actually rooting for the Patriots there because 
I'm I'm the biggest Tom Brady hater in the world. I I can't stand um, I can't stand the guy. Me too. Me too. I I I hated him for so much time, and I was a big believer that that Belichick made him into what he was. Yeah. And that and I really thought that if Brady left, he would he wouldn't have nearly as much as as success as he did. But he did gain a little more of my respect in that aspect. I still don't really really like oh, him as, yeah. like, oh, as yeah. a player. But I I mean he, he's the goat. How can you not say yes? He, he went to Tampa Bay where. They were a 500 team at best, and turned that team into a Super Bowl winning winning team. Yep, Brady just continues to prove me wrong every step and of the way. And it's unbelievable. Is he 44 now? Yep, yep. Crazy. It's almost like my. I mean, probably 10 more years, but that's almost like my dad playing quarterback. Yeah, literally. Like uh, he was drafted in 2000, bro. I, I have not known a year of my life without Tom Brady playing football, yeah, and I'm I'm convinced he won't retire until I die. I hope he doesn't. I really hope he doesn't. Honestly. <laughs> Uh, God. All right. New Orleans Saints at Washington football team. Uh, Saints coming off a tough loss at home to the Giants. That was unexpected. I, I, I had picked the Saints to cover the spread. It was a nine-point spread. I, I can't believe it. I, you, you know what it was for me is I thought, you know, the first game back since Ida uh, th- that the Saints, you know, would be playing with some extra magic on their side, but I was wrong. Uh, Washington football team coming off a big win in Atlanta against the Falcons. Taylor Heineke showing off some of that magic. Saints are uh, one and a half point favorites, making Washington the road dog. Chris, how you feeling about this one? So in the in the Drew Brees era, I would wouldn't even bat an eye out to pick the Saints and be done with it. But I'm not a believer in Winston at all. I don't think he's the answer for them. Um, I think they could, you know, be a respectable team. I think they could have like a ten win season. Oh, yeah, with seven with an extra week. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. see them getting ten wins. But uh, I, do I see them sneaking into the playoffs? Maybe. I just don't think they'll do any damage. I mean, they never were the, the – I mean, obviously, Breeze won, what, 10 years ago it is now, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and they were never really run with Breeze in the last four or five years, so I don't think anything's going to change with Winston. They still pretty much have that same core of players. They have a really good O-line. Tamara's a beast. Of course. Also, he isn't he'd be getting used as much as he was in the passing year before just because Winston likes to throw the ball down the field. But I just don't think the Saints – trust Winston anymore either I mean as you saw they brought in Taysom Hill for I think he had two rushing touchdowns in the red zone which is crazy to think that you take out your starting quarterback in the red zone yeah it's just not what you see but it says a lot about, game, about the the trust factor there I think with uh yeah, Pey- exactly. with Peyton and Jameis definitely yeah yeah so I just I'm not a big believer in Jameis and the Saints are actually looks like yeah they're favored to win this game I'm gonna pick I'm gonna go with the football team I think the Saints are gonna go on a little skittier really yep I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I think the Saints win this game uh, spread easily, I think. It's it was it's two points. I think I said one and a half. I just rechecked. It's two points. Yeah, it is two. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the Saints to bounce back here against a a Washington team that is is not as good as, as I thought they would be going into the season. I, I picked them to, to win the division uh, in preseason, and at, at this point I'm ready to change my pick. I think Dallas is going gonna, is gonna to go home with that. Their defense is not as good as what people expected it to be. Chase Young, I mean, he's he, I, I, I thought he was going to just keep ascending every year. He was going to be in the league. I haven't heard anything from him. Yeah, he, he's, he, he looks, I mean, not to say he's gotten worse, but he's, he's just about the same. And uh, I think that defense really needs him to take another step and just be a game wrecker like TJ Watt, like Joey Bosa, like that kind of player. Uh, yeah. And he's not, he's not there yet. And, of course, that's, a, what has he played, like 20 games now? He's he, he's going to need some time, but he will develop eventually. And uh, Taylor Heineke, 
he's as much as much fun as he is to watch and he is electric man like whenever he he just finds a way to make plays with with his legs with his arms like he just has a passion for the game absolutely absolutely but um i think sean payton will be able to come up with a good game plan here for this washington defense and i'm taking the saints minus two in washington i think if me being a giants fan and watching that game I think if the Saints would have just beaten the Giants and been done with it, I wouldn't really like look at this game and, and really think about it. Mm-hmm. But I, if I just teams, I mean, the Giants could easily be three and one right now, but still, it's the Giants. Yeah, I, and I was I don't know how they lost that game to be honest with you. I mean, <laughs> you picked them, I picked them. I'm pretty sure like 95 percent of the world picked them. Yeah, but I could see I could see the Saints winning, like you said. But I'm sure to go with the with the with Washington. Cool. Covering uh, the spread. <laughs> All right, uh, Philadelphia Eagles at Carolina Panthers. Two teams both coming off losses in different fashions. Eagles lost a, a tough one at home to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They were in it till the end, though. I think it was it was like what thirty two to eighty was the final, or 80, 32 to forty was the final score. Uh, yeah, they yeah they definitely didn't get out of hand in, the, in that game. It was yeah, it was it was respectable. Yep. Uh, I'm curious I, to see how you gonna how you gonna go on this game because. I think this is going to be a good game, honestly. I, I agree with you. Uh, Carolina Panthers coming off a loss in Dallas to the Cowboys, who are red hot right now. Uh, Panthers are three-point favorites at home, which I, I think is is a little generous to the to the Eagles. Um, I'm going to be taking the Panthers uh, the, with the points there, minus three. I think uh, Christian McCaffrey's coming back this weekend, his first game back since week three. I think that adds another level to their offense. Uh, I mean – as good as the as the Panthers looked, uh, Sam Darnold kind of came back down to earth last week against the Cowboys, and I I, I, hate, I always hate to drag on Sam because he was such a good guy in New York. He was just a, a class act of a professional, and I I, I just I, I hate to say this, but I, I I think he was getting his dick sucked way too much at the start of the season when they when they were picking up those wins against the the Jets the Saints. Uh, the Texans. I, everyone was was like, "Oh, look how bad, look how bad the Jets are for trading this yeah. this uh, this MVP caliber player," and I I, I think uh, how he's playing is more of a testament to the weapons around him. It, it to me it 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 it's just it's more and more clear that that Darnold's not he he he's a, a great quarterback in this league, but it's clear that he needs the pieces around him, the coaching staff. He need he needs it all in place to succeed, and there's nothing wrong with that. Plenty of quarterbacks have won Super Bowls and succeeded with that with that kind of stuff around them. But uh, the Panthers here, I think, definitely going to pick up one against the Eagles. That was just kind of a, a rant for me. I don't know. I kind of went on a tangent there. I figured I was gonna, like, what is he going to say about Darnold? And yeah. I was like, what is he going to say about Darnold? No, a lot of respect for Darnold, but yeah, definitely uh, some stuff going on there with me. Uh, Eagles, I, I think they're still a, a solid team up front. Uh, offensive line and defensive line both solid just older and getting older with each passing week and I, I think they got to figure something out soon with with the quarterback situation I, they could be a dark horse for Deshaun Watson if we're uh if we're if we're getting into that point in the offseason definitely Chris what, what, what are you thinking about this one so just real quick I don't know if you if you saw this stat or Noah's did you see that that Thornald has five rushing touchdowns on the year right now he, he's he's the the rushing touchdown leader of all the, of all players in the league right yeah, now yeah that's unbelievable i know yeah, it's unbelievable but um to the game i i actually like the eagles covering i also i actually see them winning this game really yeah um just just just, just what i saw from that that eagles chiefs game eagles being able to kind of keep that game 
in in the respectable fashion for most of the game until Tyreek kind of took over that big bomb. And oh yeah, put it out of sight. But I like the Eagles winning this one. I think it's going to be. I mean, the Panthers got a good defense, and wow, that how about Stephon Gilmore? I mean, that was surprising. I was at work and I saw that on TV, and I was just like, "What?" Yeah, I know they're they're being really aggressive right now. First C.J. Henderson, now Gilmore. Has had did Gilmore play all year on the Patriots? No, he was on the the pup. Physically okay. unable to. And he, uh, he's not even going to be going to be playing in this game. He's not coming back till week seven. Okay, gotcha. That's what I figured because I was yeah. watching the uh, Pats uh, Bucks game the other night. I was like, "Where's Stephon Gilmore?" But I, I can't. I was shocked when the Pats cut him. Cut him. I mean, that was just very surprising to me. I don't know. Yeah, that there was, I guess it was contract issues, right? Yeah, there, there was. Uh, he wasn't happy with with his current contract. Wanted to wanted to get a, a pay increase, especially since he won DPOY so recently, which I, I get it. Um, I, I think all he wants to do now at this point is show out for the rest of the year and hopes ho- uh, hopes that he cashes in again with one last big contract because I think he's almost I think thirty at this point, thirty one. Yeah, yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah, but um, you were talking about the, the quarterback situation in Philly. You don't, you're not a believer in Hurts. I, I, I wouldn't say I, I'm not not a believer in Hurt, believer in Hurts. I think he's got a lot of talent, uh, but he doesn't seem like the kind of quarterback that can win games on his win games on his own. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. But um, I, I think he can be a serviceable starter. You know? Yeah, I think. Uh, see, I'm more, I'm a little more higher on him. I think. I think he's a really good quarterback. Really? And he's had back-to-back 300-yard games passing. He almost had 400 in that Chiefs game. Um, yeah, but is, had, is, is that a testament to how good Hurts is or how bad the Chiefs' defense is? That is true, yeah, because the Chiefs have been horrible. But, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, the Cowboys don't have the best defense in the world, but it's much improved from, some, from last year. But yeah. he had a decent game against them. He did throw two picks. But, I mean, we'll see. This is his first year as a full, full-time starter from week one on. So mm-hmm. we'll see what, you know, what kind of season he puts up. But I do see I see Hurts balling out, and I see him putting that Panthers defense down. It is going to be a good defense, but I just see Hurts kind of working some magic and uh, and putting up some points. So I'm going to take the, the Eagles to cover. Look at us splitting uh, splitting picks again. Three <laughs> exactly. that's three in a row. Oh, we better get back to picking the same. This isn't good. <laughs> well, I think we might uh, might have one of that one of those coming up. We got the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Titans four and a half point favorites in Jacksonville. Titans coming off a tough loss to the just Jets team. They were really banged up though. They were missing AJ Brown, Julio. Their offensive linemen were dropping like flies throughout the game. Their defense is banged up. They didn't have Caleb Farley or Bud Dupree. And the Jacksonville Jaguars coming off a media circus of a week with Urban Meyer showing up in Columbus, Ohio, with his fingers where they shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what much what else there is to say about that. Urban has to earn back the trust and respect of that Jags locker room, and I I think that that shadow is still hanging over them as we speak. It's been hanging over them since last Friday night, and it's going to hang hang over them this Sunday as the Titans completely blow out the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I'm going to take that that four and a half points easily for the Titans. Yep, I'm right on board with you. I'm, I'm taking Titans to cover and just touching on that Urban Meyer situation. That was so crazy. I've never, I haven't seen anything like that in, in the last. I mean, I honestly couldn't think of one time I've seen something like that where a coach oh was, God. you know, that big of a distraction. But I was listening to the radio on the way home today, and I heard they all talking about Urban Meyer, and they were like, "So Urban Meyer's wife came out today on Twitter and." 
she made some big news and in my head i'm like oh they're gonna like they're getting divorced or something like this is crazy like something's gonna happen and the guys on the radio just go she's deleting her twitter i was like are you serious <laughs> so i thought there was gonna be like some big time news like they built it up kind of like where like she was gonna do yeah. something or whatever but it was it's actually a pretty pretty messed up situation so he was out Absolutely. at it was his restaurant right That's yeah he, he's got a bar in, in columbus it's like, it's like urban's like roadhouse or something like that yeah and that's where he was yeah so he was out at his restaurant and then obviously with this girl doing whatever and his wife was at home or his (laughs) wife was babysitting all the grandkids yeah and it's just like oh that's not it's it's sad it's it's honestly pretty sad yeah and i i hate to drag on the guy because obviously that's like like he's having the worst week of his life easily yeah (laughs) but But you just, as an NFL head coach, this isn't this isn't like college football anymore, where you're where you're the the king of the castle. Like, like exactly. you got a locker room full of men that you have, like they they put their livelihoods in your hands. And mm-hmm. what and putting aside all all the the girl stuff, his wife, the the thing that stuck out to me most, especially uh, hearing about it, reading about it, watching about it all week was all these former NFL players had never, ever heard of a head coach not being on the team team plane heading back home after a, a after a loss like that, or even a win. Yeah, I heard and, the same thing, which I obviously I don't know if they were supposed to do that or not. So once the players came out and all the other like former players came out and said, you know, we've never seen this happen, I was like, okay. like Yeah, some, some, something's definitely wrong there. Like, it's almost like he almost kind of like planned to do this or something. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to work his way over to USC. I don't know. <laughs> But, I mean, listen, it, it's not like the end of the world. I mean, it's not a good luck for him or the organization or his family. But I, I guess it could have been wor- could have been worse, you know what I mean? It could have been like a criminal act or something. But, I mean, still not a good luck on him and his family, and I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying, yeah. could, like, I guess it could be worse. Yeah, it's not like he did anything illegal. It's just, a, it, it's, it, I mean, it's illegal, illegal in a sense of a college, or a college, an NFL head coach, something they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, exactly. So, quick question for you. Do you think he's the coach after this season? Um, so a lot of people are talking about that as well. I honestly see him. See, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I would be surprised a little bit. I wouldn't be shocked if they fired him, like, when it happened, like, a couple of days after. Yeah. But since it hasn't happened yet, then what are they? They won't be waiting on anything. So I think... I think this whole thing's going to kind of blow over, and I think it's really going to come down to how his how he is as a coach and how his team's doing. Yeah. So I can't I, I can't really answer that right now. I mean, I guess if, I think how, how many years is his contract? A couple years, four or five, something like that. Co- coach contracts aren't aren't public information, unfortunately. So we have no idea even how we, oh, okay. we don't we don't even know how much he's getting paid, which could be north of twenty million. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he is the coach after the year. Yeah, it really all depends on on that contract, I guess, or or maybe if they have an out with conduct detrimental to the team. I don't know. Yeah, I I, exactly. I I would put my money on on Urban being the USC coach next year, than being the Jaguars coach going into twenty twenty two. Yeah, okay. That's, that's just me though. All right, moving on to a l- less controversial teams, <laughs> New England Patriots at Houston Texans. Texans are nine point road dogs or home dog excuse me patriots are favored by nine patriots coming off that tough loss at home to the tom brady led buccaneers texans coming off a 40 point blowout in buffalo uh both teams really need a win here but davis mills at quarterback is a recipe for disaster bill belichick eats rookie quarterbacks for breakfast and 
if he was able to do what what he can do to you know Zach Wilson, what he did to uh, Tua Tungle Viola, uh, Justin Herbert last year, I think he's just going to absolutely slaughter this Texans team, and I'm taking the Patriots to cover that spread easily by nine points. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, even look at Belichick last week. I mean, obviously he played with four, he coached Brady for 20 years. Yep. But he still, I mean, he still slowed down Brady and didn't make Brady look like his usual four touchdown in the game. Yeah, himself. Mac Jones outplayed Brady that game, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So Belichick, he still shows how he's the greatest, one of the greatest coaches uh, in the game. And I definitely see the Patriots coming out here, like you said, and just absolutely, maybe not obliterating, but I see them winning well over nine points so i could see two touchdowns or so so i'm gonna pick patriots to cover the spread here and uh belichick gets back to his usual ways yeah i don't think it'll be 40 nothing last week like it was to the bills but it'll definitely be a blowout 100 percent. and also you were saying when you were talking about it first you said uh now coming to less two less controversial teams and uh pats have been in some controversy uh Definitely a lot of it in the, in the last 20 years or so, but maybe not. Right uh, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was talking in the past week or so, but yeah, oh, absolutely, no, absolutely. Patriots are one of the notorious... Oh, yeah, scumbags. It's, thank you, thank you. Straight scumbags, straight scumbags. Yeah, I just had to bring that up. You can never talk about it enough. Classic deflate gate, spy gate, you know, all that stuff. You know, uh, people killing, you know, murderous tight ends. Uh, <laughs> Murderers, yeah. Uh, dr- All up and down the board. Julian Edelman and his uh, PED suspensions, you know. Yeah. Classic. Yep. Classic Patriot stuff. The Patriot way. <laughs> Patriot way. All right. Chicago Bears at Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders five and a half point home favorites. They were 3-0 and going into last Monday night. Took their first L of the season against the red-hot Los Angeles Chargers. Chicago Bears coming off a, a much-needed win over the Detroit Lions. Isn't it weird how the Bears are 2-2? Two and two? It is. It, 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 it feels like they're 1-3, and 0-4, oh but uh, Raiders, like I said, 5.5-point favorites. Bears named Justin Fields the starter for the rest of the season this week, which is a pretty big deal. I know Matt Nagy was, so for some reason, so stuck on Andy Dalton to be the starter, but... Yeah, uh, w- whatever he did, he did this week in practice. Fields, I mean, it worked, and now he's the QB one going forward. Although I don't think that equals a win for the the Bears this week. I'm 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 not gonna pick the I'm not gonna pick the 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 Bears to to win per se, but I am gonna pick them to cover the spread. I think five and a half points is a little too much for them. And I think the Raiders are a bit overrated. I I, had, I picked the Chargers going into last week. I think the Raiders aren't as good as people think they think they are. Uh, their their week one win over the over the Ravens was impressive. Uh, their win over the Steelers looked impressive at the time, but we've seen since how the Steelers aren't actually that good. Um, who did they beat the, beat the week after that? They beat the Dolphins in overtime. Yeah, that was a fun game, but like we said uh, earlier, the Dolphins also aren't that good of a team right now. So yeah, I, it's been, I was should not have been that close. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna take the Bears to cover the spread here and. What do you think? Are you thinking the same as me, or? Yeah, I'm picking the same as you. I can see the Bears actually winning this game. I mean, I, I can see the Raiders, uh, coming away with the win just Absolutely. because Fields coming away and getting his, his first his first start. But I'm gonna pick the Bears to cover, and I just think that that Justin Fields is gonna be a, an electric shock into that team, and they're gonna get the jump start going. Unfortunately for them, no David Montgomery. He'll be out for I think four to five weeks, so that's a kind of a big blow. He was he's been a good back for them. Yeah. But I see the Bears coming in. I could like I said, I could see them almost pulling this one out, but nevertheless I think they're they're gonna win by they're gonna lose by a touchdown or, or less. Or yeah. excuse me, a yeah, or less. 
on that uh, Montgomery note, yeah, I, I picked up Damian Williams this week in fantasy. Hopefully yeah, he. Yeah, I uh, that. I picked 17 against me. Well, I don't know if he'll get 17, but I, I, hopefully yeah. he can contribute for my upset win over your three and one fantasy squad. Yep, yep. But uh, yeah, Damian was definitely the, like the number one waiver guy throughout all fantasy leagues. But no, oh, yeah. I mean, people kind of forgot about him. I mean, he had a he had a good Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Yeah, and he, he, and, he opted, opted out, out right? Out yeah. One of the, one so of those yeah, we'll see what he's got in his tanks. See if we can offer some a uh, couple weeks of of good good uh, good running from D. Martin's back. Absolutely. All right, moving on. Oh, th- this is a really really good game. I think this could be one of the best of the week. Uh, Cleveland Browns at Los Angeles Chargers. That's a pretty big deal. Two AFC powerhouses going at it. Chargers are two and a half point favorites at home against these Browns. Chris, what do you think about that? Uh, I think it's a good game, but I don't think it's going to be as close as the spread is saying. Yeah. I think Chargers will win pretty easily. Uh, Baker's playing with now what we know as a torn, uh, half partially torn labrum. Yeah, I so saw that's that. how it's going to be a factor. I'm also not the biggest fan of Baker. I mean, I think he's a above average quarterback in the NFL, and I think he's you know more than serviceable. But I don't think he'll ever be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I mean, you, we all know how much they rely on that one. Which why wouldn't you? You have Chubb and Hunt, but still. I don't love Baker winning, you know, those big-time game-winning drives that these these really good quarterbacks, the elite quarterbacks, need to make. I think Herbert is just coming into his own. This is just the beginning. Um, he's so good. He's got all the weapons. He's got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. I mean, he's even got Jared Cook, who's been on more teams than I can name, probably. <laughs> and uh, so I'm picking the Chargers to cover this spread, and I can see him winning by a touchdown or more, to be honest with you. Yeah, Jared Cook's like the Trevor Ariza of the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually gonna disagree <clears throat> disagree with you here. I I think I I think the Chargers are a young team. They're they're still finding their way to be like like a, a perennial contender. I think they're definitely on that track. They got the right head coach. They got the quarterback. They got the the superstars all over the roster. But I still think they're they're a bit young in that in the sense of of like competing because you know the past couple of years have been pretty dull. For the Chargers, uh, I, I like the Browns in this one. I like the matchup. I, I agree with you about Baker Mayfield. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like dislike him personally. I, I actually was pretty excited. I thought the Jets were going to draft him in 2018, but I, I think his, uh, his ceiling is definitely like a Kirk Cousins kind of thing. He doesn't really yeah. do anything special to put his team over the top. He's really just kind of a game manager. Um, but I, I, I like the formula for the for the the Browns to keep keep Justin Herbert off the field and just keep on running that ball with Chubb and Hunt. I think they'll be able to do that successfully en route to a win in Los Angeles. Okay. So just speaking about the Chargers real quick, I mean, I agree. I agree with the uh, – I'm not going to say I agree, but I see your point of how the Chargers are still young and stuff. Mm-hmm. But one thing I will – or one thing I want to see if you agree on with, do you think the Chargers are going to be like a powerhouse in like like three, four years, something oh, like that? Oh, absolutely. I, I think I think in, a, in, a, in even less time we'll, we'll be talking about who's the best quarterback in football, Justin Herbert yeah. or Patrick Mahomes. Yep, and, and they also got like they got Bosa, they got Derwin James back. Two, Kenneth yeah, Murray's good. Two, they got oh, yeah. Derwin James, I mean, he, as injured as he's been over the last couple of years since he's been drafted, he whenever he's on the field, he's just a playmaker. You can't say anything else about that. Yeah, he's had some tough injury luck. He missed like didn't he miss like two full seasons? He, yeah, he uh, was Achilles once, and I don't know what else happened, but something with his knee, I remember. Uh, yeah, he's had some bad luck. Before. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys. Giants and Cowboys, always a great game. Always a great game. Cowboys are seven-point favorites at home against this Giants team. 
little disrespectful, if you ask me. Uh, a whole touchdown. Uh, you know, Chris, I'll hand this one off to you as the resident Giants fan. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm a Giants fan. Everyone that you, everyone that knows me. I mean, I don't know if you know me as well as others do yet, but. Um, I'm a Giants fan, but I don't really, I'm not a huge, huge fan. Like, I don't fall in like you do the Jets. That's more of like, I'm like that with the Yankees with baseball. Uh-huh. But I, this is going to be tough saying that as a Giants fan, but I think the Cowboys are legit this year. I think they're really good. Um, I, I knew, I always thought their offense was good, and I was really kind of just waiting to see if their defense would improve, which I think it has. Mm-hmm. Um, dropping, cutting Jalen Smith really surprised me. I don't know, maybe they just know something that, that we don't know. If he slowed down or, you know, it's just not, not as good as he used to, but he was a good good piece for them for the last couple of years. That was surprising, but the, the Marcus Lawrence is still coming back. He's injured, so they still got him coming back, but Trayvon Diggs looks like a beast. Oh, he he's looks like a superstar. Four games. Yeah, he looks really good. So, um, with Dak and Zeke and that one-two punch that they're formulating with Zeke and Pollard now, which kind of Pollard came out of nowhere, Mari um, Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, I think the Cowboys, seven points is a lot. So that is making me a little worried. I'm definitely seeing the Cowboys win in this game, but uh, I'll pick Cowboys to cover as well. I think they'll win by 10 or more. Interesting. Okay, I, I'm, I'm uh, in disagreement with you. I'm, I'm taking the Giants to cover. I, I think this game will I, – I agree with you the Cowboys will win this game, but I think it's going to come down to the wire, definitely. Um, but uh, on your note about the Cowboys in like preseason, like, yeah, I, I, was, I was definitely they, – they had the potential to, to be how they are right now, how explosive they are on offense. I was just worried about Dak and how he was going to come back off that injury, but he looks fantastic. He looks even better than he did before he got injured, if I'm being honest. Uh, he, yeah, he he's, looks really good. He's definitely put it into a new gear going into 2021, and I'm a big fan of his. I, I think he's a great player. I've always thought he, he was uh, – he, all those years they had those contract disputes and standoffs, I always thought he should have gotten paid. I'm glad he did, and I'm glad it's working out for the Cowboys. But uh, side note on that Jalen Smith thing, I, I think the reason why they cut him was – he, he wasn't a scheme fit in this, this defense Dan, uh, Dan Quinn has implemented in Dallas. And also, he, uh, he, he signed that big contract a couple years ago. I think it was like five years, $60 million, something like that. And the Cowboys already paid him half, this, half the salary. But if he suffered some sort of uh, season-ending injury at any point of the season, a, uh, a clause in the contract would have kicked in and would have guaranteed his salary for this year and 2022. So I think that's why they pulled the cord now because they didn't want to risk it. And huh. and be tied to that money for the next couple of years. So yeah, yeah, a, a, a tough decision. Obviously, the NFL's a business, and money comes first. So Jalen Smith, I know he hopped on the the Packers train pretty fast pretty bad, after yeah. he got cut. And I, I, Lord knows they need some some help on defense over there. So maybe he can make an impact. But rooting for him definitely seems like a, a good guy. But yep. we're, dif- we're we're different here. I'm, I got the Giants covering, and you got wow. Who would have guessed that? I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they won by like two touchdowns or something. Really? I just think that I just I really do think that their offense is just that good. I mean, they they almost beat the they could they really honestly could. And I'm not gonna say easily, but they could be four and zero right now and beating the defending Super Bowl champs. Absolutely, absolutely. Because Greg Delay had a couple. He had I think he missed an extra point and a, and a field goal. Yeah, he did. And yeah, so I mean, they lost 33-32 if I remember correctly. So yeah. that could have been a little different. Um, another note on the Giants: Jones has been having a fantastic season. He's he's starting to look like that franchise quarterback that uh, Gettleman drafted him at six overall in 2019. He's he's playing some real good ball. He is. He's playing a lot. He's playing really good. He's he's running the ball a lot more mm-hmm. than people expected when he was drafted. He had 
I don't even know. I think it was like 407 or something over 400 yards last week. He's looked good. Kenny Galladay finally has playing, had a good week last week. So if Kenny Galladay can get going, that gives Jones that number one kind of receiver that he has, hasn't really had. Sterling Shepard, he was out last week, but he's he's a good he's a good uh, good player as well. And then Kadarius Tony, he finally got some work last week. Their first first round pick. Yeah, I, he, he just needed and some he some touches. Oh, so shifty. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And they drafted him. They called him the human joystick. And I mean, I don't know if you saw any highlights. I'm, I don't know if you did or not, but he was juking people like crazy. I mean, he looked really good. Yeah, I, I, in college, I remember uh, watching some of his tape before the draft, and and he looks like a, a Tyreek Hill kind of player where yeah. he can just just get get him the ball in space, and he'll 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 make it happen. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving on. San Francisco 49ers at Arizona Cardinals. The undefeated Arizona Cardinals, only team left in the NFL without a loss. They are five point favorites at home. 49ers could be without starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. He hasn't practiced so far this week. It could be the Trey Lance show in Arizona this weekend. And that does concern me a little bit in, in the uh, the spread department. Trey Lance, would be it would be his first career start. He has gotten some playing time. Uh, Shanahan has put together some packages for Trey Lance. Obviously, uh, I'm, I'm sure we've all seen the... Uh, the the touchdown at the end of the first half against the Packers on Sunday night a couple yep. of weeks ago that was such yep. a great play Trent Williams just absolutely bodied Kevin King I think it was um, I'm gonna take the Cardinals to cover the spread here if Jimmy G was playing I I, I would uh, I'd, I'd have the Niners to cover but I don't think Trey Lance is ready yet I think. I, even even before the draft, I thought he was the most raw of all the quarterback prospects. I, I think he definitely needed a year, year or, or a, I think he needed a year to to develop, sit behind Jimmy G, learn the ropes of being a franchise quarterback in football, and uh, I, I'm going to take the Cardinals minus five here. This is a tough one for me. I like I feel like Lance can come in and kind of give some rookie rookie uh, come in and just light the team on fire and just get the 49ers going back on track. But I just I think Kyler Murray and the Cardinals I think they're just too good this year. Um, they got AJ Green made a couple defensive acquisitions. They're looking like a solid team. They got the one-two punch of uh, uh, James Conner and Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds kind of being that like receiving back in that in that backfield. James Conner just being the 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 first second down back just bulldozer. But the Cardinals looked really good and Kyler Murray just pretty much can't be sacked back there. I mean he could be have three guys on him all somehow. Still escape from he'll, that. He'll find a way. So I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, so I'm going to agree with you here. I'm going to pick Cardinals cover the spread as well, especially if uh, if Lance is playing. I agree with you. Yeah, Kyler, I think, undisputed MVP frontrunner so far of the season. He's just – he's unbelievable. It's, I mean, it's – he's – he. Well, I mean, we've seen running quarterbacks before, obviously, Michael Vick, now Lamar Jackson. But he's – him and Lamar are just different because I'm not going to say one's better than the other running. But yeah. Lamar is more of a, you know – faster and just I don't know something about Kyler in the pocket he's just so shifty and maybe it's just because he's tinier and smaller but I feel like he's more of like an escape artist kind of like Russ is yeah yeah definitely. and Lamar is a more of like a I don't want to say running back because <laughs> we all know how much <laughs> yeah 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 people have been saying that but he he has that more of like a just kind of natural runner whereas yeah. Kyler is a, more of an escape artist did you see the 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 third and 13 conversion he had last week against the Rams Kyler I did, yes. Is that when, yeah, when he had, when he ran for that first down? Yeah, where he was just able to like tiptoe down the sideline. Oh yeah, my that god, was, that was crazy. He, he just he makes plays, man. He's just incredible. Yeah, he does. All right, 
Sunday Night Football, AFC Championship game rematch. Buffalo Bills at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are two and a half point favorites at home, coming off a a, a get right win against the Eagles after dropping two straight to the Ravens and Chargers. This is a this is a tough one because dude, it's gonna be such a good game. I can't wait. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes it should be a delight. Um, I want to uh, pick. I want to pick Bills just because I don't. I, I just the Chiefs' defense is just so bad. Oh yeah. But but then in the back of my head, I'm just like, okay, say the say the Bills score every possession. Who's to say that? I mean, obviously the Bills have a better defense. They have Tredavious White and stuff. Absolutely. But Tyree, Kelsey, and Mahomes, as long as they're on the field, they can score pretty much whenever they want. Yeah, I I, so. I, I totally agree with you. This is this Definitely is. A tough- this is a really, really tough pick, hundred percent. What's the uh, What's the spread? My computer just died. Two and a half. Oh wow, two and a half. And yeah. who is favored? The Chiefs. Huh. All right, I'll, I'll. I think I'm gonna go Chiefs to cover. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna agree with you there. I, I just, I, I can never talk myself into betting against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it's gonna be a shootout, or do, how do you see this game? Oh, going? absolute shootout. I mean. Yeah, you're absolutely right on your point about the Bills' defense being better than the Chiefs' defense. They have just have more playmakers over there. Uh, it's just a better overall defense. But I just Patrick Mahomes. I think he'll be able to, to pull out some magic in prime time, like he always does. Even though you know it, the, the first first couple weeks of the season, everyone was uh, had some question marks with with Mahomes, but he's still undisputed best quarterback in football, arguably best best uh, player overall in football. And I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. I think the Bills, they're going to be hungry, especially after losing not not too long ago in Kansas City to these same Chiefs. But I just, I think this is this is a game where Andy Reid can really like pump up the Chiefs and be like, yeah, we're, we have to prove that we're still the best team in the AFC because because I don't think anyone else is knocking on that team knocking on that door of number one except for the Bills. So I think the Chiefs will be amped up and ready to go for this game. And I think they'll just uh, overpower the Bills. And definitely something that's going to come down to the wire. I'm also going to take the Chiefs, two and a half points. Yeah, I, I can't wait. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, we're, we've, we've been getting blessed with primetime games this so, so yep. far this year. They've been absolutely yep, fantastic. All right, final game of the, of the weekend, Monday Night Football. Indianapolis Colts at Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are six and a half point favorites at home. Little, little, uh, little disrespectful to the Colts. I think who, although they're one in three, I think they're probably the best one in three team in football. Uh, their their defense is easily top ten. It's just it's just their offense that's been struggling. The offensive line had it, although it, it on paper it looks like one of the best in football has been struggling. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson has been out, right? Yeah, he hasn't been playing. Uh, unfortunately, he's probably the best guard in football, but. Yep. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be taking the Ravens here to win by six six and a half points by a touchdown. Uh, I I think they'll easily be able to do that. I think as good as the Colts defense is, after fa- like, like facing Lamar Jackson is just there, there's levels to it. Like 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 you can you can have a good game plan and start out like 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 keeping him contained, but eventually they're they're just gonna get tired of, of chasing him around all day. And I think Lamar will definitely re- lead the Ravens to a win on Monday Night Football. And uh, the Colts dropped to one and four, which would be uh, tough for them. Tough, tough hole to dig out of for them. Yeah, I got the same thing. I mean, I do think they're six, it's six and a half, right? Yeah, six and a half. I do think I has a lot of a decent amount of points, 
Um, but I will I will pick the Ravens as well. Like you said, Lamar Jackson is just one of those guys. He's he proved it. And no Dobbins, no Gus Edwards. Doesn't really have the best receiving core in the league by any means. Putting the team on his and back. He's still coming out. Yeah, and but Hollywood is Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood Brown is coming out, and he's having a pretty good start to his year. He did also have a couple drops. He could have, be having a much better year in that Lions game. Yeah. Drops. Yeah. But I'm picking the Ravens to win, um, and I'll pick them obviously to cover the spread as well. And I just think Lamar is just going to be too much for that Colts defense, even though they do have a, a good defense. Still, I don't think there's really a defense out there to stop Lamar. Like you said, first quarter they can kind of come out and have a game plan and. You know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But once you get on the field and realize how fast he is and how, how quick he is, it's 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 kind of game over for, for that game plan you had coming into the week. All right. Well, that's uh that's week five for you. A, a bunch of really great games, actually. I was I, I mean, I, of course, of course I, I looked at them before we uh, hopped on this, but even talking about them more and more has got me even more excited to watch all these games. I know, I know I'm going to have my, my ass planted on the couch watching Red Zone all day. It's going to be a... Yeah, for sure. Fun. I got the uh, I got the Sunday ticket, so I can actually pretty much watch anything. So that's that's always nice. Alrighty, uh, Charlie, that was that was fun. Um, we should definitely do this again. We got a lot of little banter going back and forth, so that was definitely fun. Um, I definitely think I'm getting more picks than you, correct? But we'll see, Charlie. You know that's the little the little fun in doing this together. So everybody listening, thank you very much once again. I'm Chris. I'm the host of the Ponage Show, spelled the P W N A G E Show. You can find me on uh, Spotify. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the kind of the social media handles. So like I said, it was a pleasure being on the on the podcast. Thank you very much, Charlie, and I uh, hope to see you guys soon. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. Uh, I'll be keeping track of our records for the week. Uh, I, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show the records so far. We uh, Last week in week four, me, Max, and Luke uh, all did fairly well. I, I led the pack with 11 and 5. Max went nine and seven, and Luke went seven and nine. That that puts us uh, on the season. I'm 28 and 19, and Luke and Max are both 22 and 25. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you give Chris's podcast, The Opponent Show, a listen. It's absolutely fantastic. Chris is electric on the mic, as you've heard if you've made it this far through this podcast. And thanks for tuning in. Catch you next week. You've been listening to the Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badwinkle.